Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring ting dingling too. They're bouncing off your chin and your cheeks too. <laughs> Giddy up. Okay, forget that. <laughs> All right, TGIF. 13 fans, here we are for episode 14. I can't believe it. Christmas 2014 is just around the corner. And here we are. We're going to tackle Black Christmas. Christmas. Americans wanted to call it Silent Night, Evil Night because of the word black in it. Like it would be a black exploitation. 1974. Yeah, so this is when we the were, year born. We were born. <laughs> I thought that was 76. So it was even four years before Halloween. Yeah. And so this is this is often Halloween actually has been given sort of the the modern beginning of the slasher genre or slasher subgenre, but really uh, it's kind of owed to this movie. Whether it wants that directed by Bob Clark, who said he'd rather call it a psychological horror film. Well, so he doesn't want. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. want to be identified of it. But this is this is very much a Canadian film. It is. A Canadian it it film. was loosely based on no. The idea was inspired on Christmas murders that happened in Montreal. So this is filmed at the University of Toronto. Though. Yeah, it's right around the corner in Toronto and in around the Toronto area. So if you uh, haven't seen this film, go out and watch it and then listen to this podcast. Definitely. You owe it to yourself. It is a classic. Uh, some of the old wives tales, uh, like the killers calling from inside the house, this was originated from sort this of from film. this film. Yep. A lot of that told, what's it called? Um, urban legend stuff. Urban legends, yeah. yeah. I said old wives tale. I meant to say urban legend. That's what I meant. <laughs> So we're so, at a sorority house, right? Yeah, and it's uh, December. It's Christmas time. It's Christmas Eve, I think. Oh, right. I don't know already, though. It's, I think it builds up to Christmas Eve, does it not? I think this takes place over a few days. Oh, I, th- I always thought it was the same night, but yeah. So but, you get POV cam here. Here we go, right off the bat. POV cam. It was Halloween, like a fisheye cam yeah. almost, too. Halloween, eat my heart out. Eat your heart out? Eat, yeah. Eat someone's heart out. <laughs> eat me. Don't you love the old-fashioned 1970s Christmas lights? The big bulbs yeah. hanging out? Oh, so, the music is cool, too. The music was... It was made by Carl Zitterer. He did uh, He did the music for uh, Prom Night. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, uh, he worked on the music for Prom Night. No wonder Funny it's enough, that good. Another Canadian slasher. He, he created this the bizarre sound from tying forks, combs, knives to strings on his piano so that when he struck the keys, they would warp. And here's Margot Kidder, pre-Superman. And pre-Playboy Bush. And she did Playboy? Oh, she's got the bushiest bush in Playboy. I didn't know she had bushy bush. Oh, uh, that was, it's a dark bush. Oh. It, you can find it online somewhere. Well, it's funny because remember when she kind of went crazy and she hid out in the bush for like two weeks, I think. <laughs> didn't she go nuts? You know, she's manic depressive or something. Like okay, yeah. sorry. <laughs> she's got a mental I, yeah. illness. <laughs> oh, and the killer climbs like the... And that's always been freaky because I always thought, why do people have those on the side that have like the, the, the trellis? Or, yeah, or the, the trellis, you're right. But you know what's so funny... Margot Kidder's hotness, though. Oh, yeah. She's very young. This is way before Superman. Oh, oh and look, Andrea Martin. Yeah. yeah. Who Canadian was, icon. A Canadian icon who was supposed to be played by Gilda Radner this part, I think. Wasn't it? Oh, I, I, you've got me. Yeah. And look, that guy that is the hair. whitest guy I know that has the blackest man's fro <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. I can't believe... What is that Christmas tree covered in? It's, it's like cobwebs. <laughs> Garland. <laughs> Is that Olivia? It's Olivia Hussey or something? Yeah. So the killer, and John Saxon's in this too. The killer is entering the attic, or we're assuming it's the killer at this point. Yeah, well, or, or it's just some creepy guy. But yeah, it's really well done, this uh, POV cam. It's like he's almost like, looks like he's wearing the camera on his... 
It's like, like it's, he's wearing it on his shoulders. A GoPro. Said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is supposed to be a sorority, right? And they have a dead mother and the whole nine yards. This was remade, loosely remade in 2006. Definitely more mean-spirited. Andrew Martin. Yeah, Andrew Martin in it. And like a, it was, again, I I came down on the Prom Night remake. I tried to watch that again. Oh, the yeah. You know what? It's not a good movie if in the regards of being a Prom Night remake. Right. Having said that, it's tolerable. Ah, it's, not, it's not good at all. <laughs> it's not good because you know what? It's a, one, it it's a one-note movie. Yeah, you're right. There's nothing about it that elevates it to the next level. It's about a killer who was crazy, put away, escapes, and stalks the girl again in the prom. That's it. Yeah. That it's there's nothing hidden about it. There's no red herring. It's as simple as that. That's true. And it's very uh, dumb. Black Christmas I'll have to watch again, but I just remember being very mean spirited, excessively gory for no reason. But did and you I find it was it, a little bit like um what's that last house on the left kind of thing? Yeah, a little bit. It was yeah. just really kooky. And I remember being confusing because it seemed like there's two killers or whatever. Oh, that's um what's his face? Okay, we're seeing some Canadian actors here. He was uh, in Porky's. He played the sheriff from Porky's. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Bob Clark likes to use... Bob Clark has uh, got a bad rap. Like, I mean, he directed some great movies. Really, a, cl- a couple classics. Black Christmas. Yes. Porky's. Mm-hmm. A Christmas Story. That's true. A Christmas is... Story. Something you watch Everybody pretty much every that. year. Ralphie. Ralphie, BB gun, shot the eye. The whole bit. The lamp with the leg. Come on. Tongue on the pool. It's it's a classic. So, um, unfortunately, I unfortunately, I believe, <laughs> I, man, unfortunately, him and I believe his son drove off a cliff or something like that. Like not, it was an accident. Yeah, like they slid off a cliff like a, four or five years ago. Maybe. Wow, Andrea Martin got prettier as she got older. <laughs> well, this she's uh, I forgot her name. Is that that's not that's Olivia Hussey. That's, that's Olivia Hussey. Yeah, Andrea Martin. This is pre SCTV, so she was. Not even a comedic. That shirt yet. looks like it's two hands grabbing her breasts, <laughs> doesn't it? The sweater it looks like it's two white. Like God, her hair is shiny. And this starts the creepy uh, phone calls. Oh, the ones on the phone. The, the moaner. moaner. That's the calm. This is before ID, before cell. Phone. And Margot Kidder is supposed to be like the. Oh, it's uh, kind of, it is creepy. It's awful. It sounds like he's masturbating with a cheese grater. Margot Kidder seems strangely intrigued by it. She's more feisty. Yeah. She's the feisty sister. This this is definitely a movie that builds suspense on creepiness. Yeah. Actually, they cut down the gore because he felt it took away from the scare factor. Yeah, and they actually... Uh, another one that succeeds in having a fantastic opening and then falls completely apart thereafter is When a Stranger Calls. Yeah. Uh, that first 20 minutes is probably the most tense and terrifying 20 minutes of movie. You mean the new one? No, I'm talking about uh, the original. The original one, yeah. And then, and then it just sort of falls apart. Yeah. Because and then I found out what it was was his student film, uh, and it, they built on that. So they they did a student like he I guess he either remade it or just built upon his actual student film, and they there wasn't really any substance there. Right. Afterwards, so, but that opening is absolutely creepy. <laughs> Suck my juicy cock. Very vulgar. Yeah. Second. So some of the sorority sisters have creeped out, but Margot Kidder giving a little s- sass talk. Why is she wearing like a dog collar? <laughs> he says like he yes just, on it. What did he say to her before she hung up on uh, her? Like, I, I talk over all that shit. No, but I mean, I think he said something like, I'm going to fucking kill you, I think, or something like that. Boy, look, she, at that look at that shirt. She That girl's wearing a sweater that's two hands groping her. 
I think that actually came back in style, and uh, Nicki Minaj wears it now. <laughs> <laughs> My anaconda don't. But the the title "Black Christmas" is funny too because "White Christmas" was such a fa- famous song and movie uh, and whatnot. Of course, so. yes, it's true. So it's such a great play on that, and just saying, who was supposed to play this woman, this older woman? I don't know. I didn't even like. I mean, again, it's not really well known. As it, this is a slasher film or a psychological horror film. Sorry, yeah, that. I saw later, meaning that I had, you know, already gotten into some horror movies. I saw Halloween, you know, probably one, two, and four at this point. And I saw Friday the 13th, but I hadn't seen, oh, here, this is creepy. Very creepy. Yeah, he's in the closet and he's looking through the plastic. Which comes bank. into a, a yeah. big effect later on. So. Yeah. Oh, and it was actually on the cover of the, on a lot of the uh, poster arts for the longest time, too. Um, but I got into this movie a little later. Oh, yeah, and truthfully, too. I got into it later, but it was later what I mean by that is I had already been sort of desensitized from Friday to, to some of the sl- the gorier, faster-paced movies. So I give this movie the creepy factor because it definitely sits with you longer, and it's creepy, and it's got some scary moments, but it's definitely more leisurely paced. Oh, yeah. No question. So you've got, you've got to be patient with this. It's a slower burn. Don't get me wrong. It started with the guy creeping right up into the window, and we've getting and she's and now the sorority sisters worried about something being in here, in the closet, and she's getting closer and closer to it. Well, the body count in this movie is only seven. Yeah. So you got to believe that it's a lot oh. slower. Yeah. But she's the first to go, and the killer just grabs her, and puts plastic around her, and strangles her with the plastic. So she. Sir, I, I missed. I'm, I'm going to re say something I said earlier. Gilda Radderman supposed to play this woman. Okay. Yeah. So all the girls are downstairs watching. And that's the den mother. And then there's this creepy guy upstairs who just happened to kill one of the Saruti sisters. And now he's carrying her dead body upstairs. So the this is the whole thing. How the killer's in the house the entire time. Everybody gets killed. Puts, gets put in the attic. Movie's done. <laughs> and that was Black Christmas. Yeah. And we're going to end the episode right here. <laughs> Den Mother has her secret stash. Yeah. I love how the, the liquor is always in a, a cutout book. Who has the time to cut out the book in the shape of the liquor bottle? Well, that would be kind of fun, though. <laughs> I think I might do that. That takes a lot of time to cut out uh, uh, pages of the book so that you can fit your favorite liquor bottle into it. I don't know. You just keep the exact knife, trace it, keep cutting. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Now, it's probably a Bible, though. <laughs> this film actually, it only had moderate uh, box office success, and it actually had a lot of negative critical acclaim, when it for, or critical acclaim, <laughs> negative critical reception when it was originally released. Uh, but it, the cult following grew, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it got a reevaluation. Kind of like, funny enough, a totally unrelated movie, Scarface. Scar- really? When Scarface came out, it was not well-liked at all. And I hate the fact that hip-hop culture is what has been known to bring it back. Because I remember checking it out well before it was all over in hip-hop culture. And I'd say, this movie's amazing. Right. But I'm also a big Brian De Palma fan. Right. And I always thought it was amazing, but it always got really negative reviews. And that cult following, I think, brought that back. And it's now considered a modern classic unto I itself. I had no idea that was the case. But can, this, I, can we go back to this sweater again? Yeah. Actually, you would you would see that sweater in today's stores. Yeah, the big but hands on the. It tits. looks like the big yeah. hands on the tits. It okay. is big hands on tits. It doesn't even look like it. Uh, Olivia Hussey's on the phone again. By the way, the phone, like in prom night, is a character in this movie because that ring is just. She's trying to be the nice girl, 
So we're assuming that she's probably going to be the final girl. Did you know, I guess, like, not that there's a creepy voice now, but the creepy voices were by three people? I did not know that <laughs> until I read. Yeah. Well, Nick Mancuso, an unnamed actress, and Bob Clark himself, the director. Why do I always make the den mother some, like, homely looking, like, <laughs> like, it's like she looks like some lesbian that, like, look, she's looking for another bottle. Uh, that's the most disgusting water tank in a toilet ever. I know, and she's put her second stash. Yeah. She just boggles all over the house. I love alcoholic den mothers. <laughs> <laughs> They're always alcoholics. She's mouth washing with it. And she spit it out, but nothing. <laughs> she brushed her teeth and then rinsed her mouth out with liquor. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. There's uh, the infamous shot of that sorority sister with the the bag over her face, and she's dead. Now, I didn't know that Bob, the director, uh, Bob Clark, uh, rewrote half of uh, Roy Moore's script. He added a bit of humor to it. And the actual uh, scriptwriter Moore was against the idea of never seeing the killer, but when he saw the finished filmed, he was very pleased. I was, you know, so, that always bugged me too. Like we never got a payout or a payoff of who the killer was from a distance. But there's the University of Toronto, which always looks good. It's just so old and yeah, it looks great, creepy. Look at that! Look at those people. This is great vintage uh, clothes. Well, this he looks like he's right out of a Christmas carol. Looks yeah. like a producer oh, oh. Scrooge. And he's getting hit by a snowball. It's great. Do you know that NBC tried to show this or did show it? And again, it, this is one of those movies that, it, for whatever reason, you already mentioned Silent Night, Evil Night. Uh, Silent Night. Evil Night. Yeah. You already mentioned Silent Night, Evil Night. But it was actually under the title Stranger in the House. But it was deemed too scary for network television. Oh, it was taken off the air. Yeah. NBC? God. I don't know. Like... This kind NBC of NBC was the fox of the day, though. Uh, it's funny though because I don't know if this is too scary. Scary is what it is. Gore is what I always thought was the problem. Scary, they it would seem like you would be able to get away with. Well, considering when you used to watch TV back then, Little House on the Prairie seemed scary. That rhymed. This fake Santa. <laughs> this fake Santa. It's the guy. It's the Afro guy. Yeah, is the worst fake Santa. Mm -hmm. That is vintage, vintage seventies wallpaper. That you can't get any more vintage than what she's wearing, too. Polyester, flower power what is that shirt. Art? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. It's a yeah. peace sign with two people fucking. Yeah. Is this the father of the daughter who just died? Yes. Really, you're right about this. Movie doesn't pick up until halfway through. And this is like a shot from the attic looking down at the dad leaving with the den mother. We see a shot from outside. Yeah, oh no, it pulls back to show her dead in the window. I always thought that was creepy. The whole, yeah, yeah. it's it just very matter of fact. Like, when is she going to start smelling <laughs> and rotten? I think the plastic bag will help keep her from stinking too bad. I want us to have a baby. Ooh. At that age? Well, oh, guess... she's pregnant and she wants to board it. And, yeah. and he wants to keep it. So they're talking. She she didn't even want to tell him she's, she's pregnant. She did and wants to abort it. And now he's mad because he thinks that they should be having the baby. And thinks he should have some say in it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, is there a reason why we have a, a serial killer in this one? Is there a motive for it, or is it just that a crazy person? It's just like a crazy in? person. Yeah, this was uh, oh deep focus. See it? Yeah, the split screen deep focus because she's clear, but the other girl isn't. That's a very Brian De Palma. Yeah, that's a Brian De Palma well, shot. Originally, though, it's a um, or uh, what's Mc Susan King? What's his name? Yeah, uh, Orson Welles. Yeah. No, but I meant, like, yeah, Brian De Palma, like, ripped it off. I like, love that style. Yeah. He used it quite a bit in his movies. No. And that looks like an elf on the shelf no. before there was actually an elf on the shelf. Oh, yeah, it does. 
Oh, so we're supposed to assume that it's the boyfriend. I'm telling you, you have the wrong number. You know, this movie actually is scarier than... <laughs> yeah. Those phone calls are ridiculously creepy. Very. Oh, Margot Kidder's constantly smoking. I think Angie Martin had a nose job. She looks completely different nowadays. No, Mr. Harrison. Oh, our old lady's run out of booze. Which is a gag in itself, right? She's got booze, like, hiding all over the entire sorority house. Yeah. Well, that, that was it. That was, like, the comic relief that I think Bob Clark was trying to add into it. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that. It looks like a original uh, well, it's a hockey mask. It's a painted hockey mask, but... It's not quite Jason. Well, you know, it's a Canadian movie when they got a little hockey scene yeah. in there. So despite its ominous themes and plot, Olivia Hussey reassured that the set was a very light and happy place between takes, stating they all got along with each other very well. She did, however, admit that Margot Kidder was rather distant from the cast and crew during the filming. Of course, was Margot Kidder, Kidder like known to be difficult or something like that? Like not until later, I thought. But she never thought Margot Kidder never or admitted in an interview that she never thought the film would become a hit. She was surprised to learn that it even gained a cult following over the years. That's right. So it says actor Lynn Griffin revealed that for the scenes where she's wrapped in a plastic bag, she would rip a hole in the bag, stuffing the opening in her mouth so she could breathe during filming. There you go. So this is this big discordant piano virtuoso scene in audition. But I always thought this was such a it's kind of it's piece. creepy because he's sweating buckets because he's wearing a wool jacket. <laughs> And he's upset because he is going to his daughter daughter. His girlfriend's gonna have an abortion. There we go. There's John Saxon. Been in a ton of movies. And now they have an American flag on the desk, so they kinda of take it out of Canada all of a sudden. We all know John Saxon Saxon. I was gonna say Saxton. Saxon is uh you know, the famous father of Nightmare on Elm Street, Nancy's dad. The budget for this movie wasn't large either, I guess. For an independent, it was it was six hundred and eighty six thousand. That's pretty significant, though, for that day, isn't it? Not entirely. Halloween was known to be a low budget movie in seventy eight, and it was three hundred thousand. So this was over double that. But That's still. what I mean, yeah. But this is seventy four, so Ooh. no inflation. Yeah. So really, in today's standards, it's a few million. Yeah, I don't know if in that short period of time, but yeah, oh, no, and t- it's for today's standard to be yeah. considered a few million. Wow, that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, there's where the budget went. <laughs> they smashed the piano. What is with the fur coat? <laughs> Men in fur coats are just never... It just doesn't look right. And that's got to be real fur if it's 1974. Yeah. It looks ridiculous, doesn't it? Oh, awful. It just looks absolutely ridiculous. Interesting shot. Yeah. The conversation's happening from outside. We're not hearing any of the dialogue... We're just seeing the reactions. It's actually a cool way to do it. Yeah. So you're well, right. I, just... I thought there was only two days in this, but there must be three days. Oh, there's a few. No, because half the sisters go away for Christmas, the Christmas break, don't they? Yeah, you're right. I thought it yeah. was. I thought it was like a two-day thing, like Friday thirteenth. So now they're looking for her body. They organize a search within 24 hours, I guess, and they're going to be trying to search for the body. He's sure massaging her since it's his girlfriend that's missing. <laughs> I want to make sure that he's got like a backup plan. <laughs> nice creepy shot of the house. Very creepy music. And an ominous black shadow walks in the frame. Oh, now the kitty cat finds the dead body. And is licking the... Oh, that's sick. Oh, this is where the dead mother gets killed. That's right. 
Claude? <laughs> Claude? How many times are you going to know he's Claude? not there? Claude? She's calling the cat, right? Yeah. Like 50 fucking times. <laughs> I want her to die now. She's going to oh. climb up to see if the cat went up the ladder. ladder. Does it get yanked up? Wow. Well, well, if that door was closed, <laughs> so she opened the, the trap door to the uh, attic to see if her if her cat up. if her cat's up there somehow. He whips this hook at her. Remember, have your cat spayed oh, or neutered. She sees the dead girl. Yeah. I saw the bag move too. And you wouldn't automatically, like, freak out? You'd fall down yeah. from the shock of... <laughs> so she got hooked and pulled up into the attic. And stupid. Yeah. And now like, the... it, everything would have to be so perfect for that kill to actually work. Yeah. Like... <laughs> so this killer's going insane in the membrane, and he's pushing the dead bodies, the rocking horse... Pretty much anything that gets in his way and that's in the attic. Which is a lot of stuff. And Why is all this very... stuff in the attic? Yeah. <laughs> and it looks like it's valuable. Like too. an old bird cage. <laughs> like... It's very creepy though. Like we see like this tortured psychotic. I don't consider this a psychological thriller at all. Really? I just consider it a slasher film that's maybe just paced differently than other slasher films. But the killer himself, because we never know who it is, it kind of messes with you. I think that's what he means by psychological horror. Horror, not thriller. Horror. So the search party has found someone and look at that guy's bushy mustache. Is that a fake mustache? <laughs> or is that real? What happened? What are they screaming about? I love this sense of dread and panic. Well, they keep showing people's reactions. And there's no payoff. What the fuck? Well, what did they find since we know that the body's <laughs> up in the... They just cut from the dead body being in the attic. So what the hell did they see there? Like, it makes no freaking sense. Oh, and the hussy's back. But if he's calling from inside the house, wouldn't he have known no one was in the house to receive that call? She oh, ran he... into the house to get the call. Yeah, no, he saw her run in. Ah. I still want to know what they found in the bushes. Yeah, I think they'd show you after, but more shadows walking around. This guy just loves hanging out in the attic of this house. <laughs> He's not eating, he's not, like, what is he doing? I'll hiss a hold, but only for a moment. Did you call the cops? Oh. 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 See, we think it's Peter now. It's gotta be Peter, because he just came up from upstairs. After violently destroying his piano. Yeah. Well, now, okay, that would be the misdirection, or just simply that. Because we still never know who the killer is, right? It just sort of ends with L.A. L.A. What has she been in recently, Olivia Hussey? Oh, Steve Martin loves this film, apparently. When she was in Roxanne, he said, Oh my God, Olivia, you're in one of my favorite films of all time. Thinking it was Romeo and Juliet, Olivia was surprised to find out it was actually Black Christmas. Martin claimed he had seen it 20 times. Oh, wow. That's hilarious. Steve Martin loves this movie. I love Steve Martin. Oh. Oh. That's why they didn't show it. Off-screen child death. So the search party found an act, another murder that happened not to be what they were looking for. And it had nothing to do with the sorority. Or did it? So, back to the podcast. So Christian and I were just chatting that uh, we 
there's a lot of dead time in here because it's a it's a film of building suspense. It's not a, a straight off slasher. So this will probably be a pretty short podcast and we'll just get to the best bits, right? Yeah, and you can't really make fun of this movie because it's no. actually well made. It's well done. Um, even if you don't like it, it's it's a little bit more leisurely paced. So we're finding it like hard to actually take an angle at it because we're kind of enjoying it and respect it. But at the same token, can't really pull too much out of it. Other than the because fact... It's acting, that's why. Other than the fact that it is whether Bob Clark wants it to be known as, but we'll yeah. say a Christmas slasher. <laughs> a Christmas and slasher. what happened was, when the slasher movies became popular... With holidays. With holidays, we ended up getting a bunch of slasher films around the Christmas season. So we ended up getting, in like, 84, Silent Night, Deadly Night. And that spawned a ton of sequels. How many are there? Seven? Oh my God, there's... But they're direct-to-video stuff, too. Yeah. They did one, two, and three, which are sort of loosely linked with each other. And then there's four, f four f the initiation, five, and I think there's another one, six. There's, there I, might yeah. even be a seventh one. I'm not even too sure anymore. Uh, but those are all, like, not related to one another. And then there was Christmas Evil, which if oh, you yeah. haven't seen that preview, or just look at the end on YouTube. Do yourself a favor. You can't find that movie because it'll be hard to find. Just watch the end of that movie because it's about um, a, a Santa killer who's wrongly killed. It just he magically flies off. Him and his van fly off into the sky at the end of the movie. <laughs> it, it's got to be seen to be believed. Uh, and then there was Do Not Open Until Christmas or Xmas, and that was about a killer Santa too. And then Jack. Frost. Or no, a bunch of a bunch of Santas got killed in that one. That's right. what it was. And then Jack Frost, the killer snowman. Yeah. The killer snowman. That could be taken quite seriously. Um, but Jack Frost 1 and 2, I think. So, but did this... Okay, so Black Christmas, holiday. Halloween, obvious. Friday 13th. So then we get into this the genre of slasher films that have a lot to do with around a holiday or well, yeah, or that's why Ely Roth did his... Uh, Mother's Day. Oh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. But then we have Mother's Day, Day and... and I, April Fool's Day and it gets really ridiculous and then eventually it cannibalizes itself the slasher genre in the yeah. 80s was not reborn in its sort of modern format until Scream because then Scream looked at all this and said we can make a movie that is self-reflexive yeah then that started like the Urban Legend series and Scream series uh, I know what you did last summer at least Kind of. It was actually not a parody of itself. Oh, it's being it was more, more of a straightforward slasher hey, that's film. that's one that we could do. Yeah. It's we just watched that, actually. It's been... Uh, I heard that. That's weird. Yeah. Love Hewitt said she would make a cameo. Good old Jennifer Her tits. Love. <laughs> her tits entered the screen first. Yeah. See, it's a lot of drama because it's, it's about her abortion, which is not a topic to joke around about. Well, it is. <laughs> as long as, yeah. As long as you you know, what is, you're right. This Christmas tree is the has tool all over it. It's yeah. freaking scary. Looks like someone just jizzed all over it's the fucking. It's awful. He's super creepy. And you might be right. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm thinking like it's. You're right. I think that's it. You you think it's him because he goes all nutsy at the end, but it's not him. If you remember, there's a tales from the the crept. Um, from the crept. Crept. Crypt. Crept. Crypt. Same thing. <laughs> Tales from the Crypt. Crypt. No, say it again. Crypt. I said Crypt, but I meant Crypt. Cool Whip. Yeah, so there's a Killer Santa in that. And they even remade that one. Uh, but that's after this. No, the original Tales from the Crypt. Oh, the original Tales from the Crypt. Was 1972. 
Home for the Holidays. Spooky the little made-for-TV movie that stars Sally Field. Oh. Four sisters return home to visit their dying father. And they get grilled? <laughs> no, it looks like it's just a lovely holiday fun movie. <laughs> Maybe it's a horror in itself. Yeah, there might only be five Sunday Deadly Nights, but I thought there was one called The Toymaker, too, so... Oh, yeah. That might be five. But isn't Andrew Martin in that um, kind of spoofy Cannibal Girls? Yeah. Uh, was that after this? I think it probably yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, that was always on City TV. Oh, wasn't I that? love catching that. That and uh, Everything uh, you, everything You Want to Know About Sex But We're Afraid to Ask, the Woody Allen movie. Right. That had like uh, um, Gene Wilder in it and the giant tit. That, <laughs> remember that? Yeah. I, as a kid, that was like my favorite. Like to catch that movie at night. And the. Uh, Gene Wilder with the sheep. He's in love with the sheep. <laughs> oh, the blue movies though. Like, remember the blue movies on oh, City? Yeah, that's when I used to. Or scrambled touch porn, myself. and it would, every, every now and then it just, it would just come in, so you'd see like a tit for a second. Yeah, that's why when American Pie came out in 1999, he, he opens up with that scene of him jerking off with the to the scrambled porn. I thought that was hilarious. Oh yeah. We should mention now they're doing a very important part, which is they're trying to try to trace the call. Okay, once again, we Peter's lurking behind the trees outside when the cops leave. Not too creepy. Yeah, so we're really focusing on him being the killer. Oh, back to the more, attic. More creepy shots. The killer's rocking the dead sorority sister that he first killed and wrapped him. And put a baby in her oh, arms. That's creepy, too. Yeah. Like a doll baby, sorry. So nobody hears somebody walking around the attic. Probably has to defecate a couple times. Might stink. Well, I think she's hearing something now. Okay. Uh-oh. Now the killer's descending the attic. Weird hands. Green sweater, though. Wasn't Peter wearing a green sweater? Yeah. It's probably... like a whodunit. <laughs> right now, all eyes are pointing to Peter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Oh, the crystal unicorn. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Isn't that how Marco Kidder gets it? Yeah. Oh, there she is, yeah. Oh, she's asthmatic. That's a twist. Maybe you should stop smoking if you have asthma, honey. Yeah. She has a cigarette dangling out of her mouth from the <laughs> first second of this movie on. And she's like, oh, <gasps> stop smoking, stupid. Oh, it's the Christmas carolers. Oh, why to did make they, it extra creepy. Why can't they get hacked to death? She went back to sleep so quickly? Uh, we're here to collect donations for. If I wanted to donate, I'd donate. <laughs> Do you get carolers around here? No, thank God, no. Now, now, of course, you just jinxed us for this year. <laughs> I, hope get, coming. I hope you get carolers yeah. all day long. Well, I have a fire hose. I'll just open the front door. Just <laughs> Send Keytis after them. Yeah. Look at these kids. They look fucking creepy. I was just going to say they smile. Look like died seed. Smile, kids. Village of the Damned. <laughs> it's Village of the Damned. Hey, I haven't seen that. Oh, Filled okay. the damn Christmas edition. They just slammed the door in their face. That would be how. Yeah, that's how you deal with carolers. I've never actually experienced carolers in my whole entire life. Really? No. Yeah. We used to get them at the when I, the house I grew up in a lot. Well, you lived in Oakville. Well, what, and everybody sings in Oakville. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> they all go around with Christmas cookies and cheer. Yeah. Oh. Geez. Oh my God. <laughs> Peter, someone fucking kill these kids. <laughs> <laughs> Just when you think you don't want anybody to die, there's like five kids. At least. Prime candidates. 
Oh, is oh he, he's, he's, well, this is being distracted so that he can go and kill Margot Kidder. Yeah. Like the, if the cigarettes don't kill her. <laughs> That's what she should do. You're, you're never going to get me, people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to die now. I'm going to smoke. <laughs> Killer's talking to himself creepily. Oh, the crystal unicorn. Actually, it's a very clever uh, way to... Film of Destiny. Ooh, ooh, the skull. Oh, there, there's the eye. Yeah. It's so actually very edited, edited very well. They've cut out the gore, but it's very effective. Very good scene, actually. Yeah. She, her bloody hand shatters her other crystals. Thank you. Merry Christmas. A nickel? Here's a shiny <laughs> corner. Don't spend them all in one place. Oh, here we go. Now they can start tracing. They're going to trace the phone call. Okay. Can you imagine? Oh, so they're tracing the call, but it's like old school. There's no Star 69 here, folks. Oh, remember when call that first display. came in? Yeah, Star 69. No, it's call displayed. Nothing. You got that guy from Videodrome going through like racks and stacks of... A warehouse full yeah. of phone... Phone paraphernalia. <laughs> paraphernalia. Yeah. What, are they, what are these called? Switchboards or whatever. Paraphernalia. It sums it up. Paraphernalia. <laughs> I, I met John Saxon in real life. Oh, you did? When I was at the airport. I used to work at the airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was working uh, international luggage and it was first class. And Felicia Richard, you know, Mrs. Huxable came through at one time and, and he came through. He was very nice. What the hell are they doing? Uh, the cops are playing hide the sausage, was it? Hide the nightstick. <laughs> Look. What's he showed? The cop is showing his ass. What? Oh, he is. He got shot in the ass? Oh, an old man shot him. This is supposed to be Christmas Eve, right? This one doesn't really do timeline, does it? Yeah, you don't really get, like, it's just a Christmas season. Yeah. Go run through the bear catacombs again. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, chief. Let <laughs> me run through, like, the paraphernalia. The <laughs> paraphernalia. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. Phones used to be, well, we take a lot of shit for granted, don't we? Yeah, everything's digital now, like mm -hmm. that. Was, it's like, oh, there it is. Uh, they call it from the house. No suspense now. Well, right now, you I get out of the house to call it from upstairs. Well, there's all cell phones too, right? Remember when cell phones sort of first came out and everyone thought you get brain cancer from it? Whatever happened to that? <laughs> they still think because I guess there's mild, ra well, there's not mild, there's radiation coming off of everything. Mm -hmm. So they're saying, you know, with like iPads, this, that, and the other thing, like. It could just... Uh, but our bodies can be adapting to it as well. Exactly. Exact Mondo, Vince. We're now come to the realization that it might be Peter, her boyfriend. You're not giving us enough time to get a trace. I'm trying. It really upsets me. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> yeah. It really upsets me. Well, yeah. We're trying to trace the fucking call. <laughs> we uh, have a job yeah. to do. Yeah. Do you want to catch this nutcase, or do you want to be ups like, a little upset for oh, two seconds? shit. Help us out here, hussy. <laughs> what would you call this type of pace, though, besides leisurely? It's a... Slow burn? Something like that. It's not, I would say it's sluggish. Droning? Droning on? But droning makes it seem like it's bad, and it's like... Yeah, it's I would necessarily say this is... But there's no... It's not bad. It's an older school um, structure and pace. No question. Mm -hmm. It's it's not going to win fans over that need, you know, rapid cuts and a lot more action and 
a little bit more uh, gratuitous violence or nudity or whatever. Mm. This is done a little bit more subtly, which is funny that he went on to do Porky's, which is a little bit more oh, not in your face. At all. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's difficult to say because we started this podcast to cover Friday the Thirteenth and Jason, which is not really you can't compare those movies to this because we'll never win the argument. I much prefer the Friday the Thirteenth movies. That might be blasphemy because this is a well this is a well made movie. Mm-hmm. This is actually more of a professionally made movie. But for enjoyment's sakes, I prefer the slightly the Friday thirteenth series more. Which is why, you know, we're called TGIF thirteen and not blackchristmasfans.com. <laughs> <laughs> Having said that, I I like this movie. It's enjoyable. I'm finding it very hard to make a podcast out of this movie though. It's it's a popcorn movie. You would hear that, how loud he's calling though. You know it's coming from in the house. Exactly. Guy's like yelling into the phone. He knows immediately that it's coming from inside the house. I don't know. I don't know how the phone paraphernalia works. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they got a trace of the call. <laughs> the calls are coming from inside the house. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I don't want to freak you out. <laughs> really? Oh, he said no questions. Just leave the house with the killer in it. Yeah, that's all I have to do is say. Killers inside the house, get out. Yeah. Just leave the house. Don't ask any questions about the killer being upstairs. <laughs> Probably murdered everybody else in the house. And the cops losing his patience yeah. with her. Will you please get out of the killer house? Uh, oh god Well she wouldn't go upstairs She's scared shitless No she's afraid for her friends Well first of all Grab a weapon if you're gonna do that At this point How close can they really be <laughs> You know just Every I'm man sure for they themselves. took showers yeah. With each other <laughs> All the sorority sister stuff That they do Pillow fights and Oh lingerie. she's leaving the house Is there a killer up there Oh that's a very Halloween thing Yeah Doing shots of interiors With nothing in it Get out of the house. There we go. A weapon. Finally. She sees the fire poker. You know, if you, you're you a manufacturer of fire pokers, mm-hmm. when you fucking hate gas fireplaces... They still do them now <laughs> for decoration, but I hear I hear you. I hear you. I'll be like, sons of bitches. You know what? Once gas goes up in price again, they'll be back to yeah, work. Wood burning. Why did she go? But she was about to go inside, but she went up to find out if her friends are okay. Well, kill her and first If this was Jennifer Love Hewitt, she'd be like, what are you waiting for? Come and get me. And look at my tits. <laughs> <laughs> While I says it. I get a motorboat, yeah. <laughs> Jennifer Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we, we we've gotten so far into this we actually I thought this was a back. Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> <laughs> Spike Lee thinks this ra- this movie's racist. <laughs> well, it kind of yeah. There isn't a black person in this except for the ones that were yeah. on campus. Oh. oh. Oh, nice little Oh, Angie Martin is dead. Yeah, and set up like a Christmas ornament. <laughs> this is it. Oh, yeah. That's the creepiest thing. That's the saw. Ooh, and that's saw a... did that. It's creepy. Look, look at that at eye. Look at his eye color. I know. Oh, creepiest. That that shot. Yes. And the phone calls alone garner this movie the status that it deserves. Yes. The, the camera pans up to show the eyeball. 
the only other movie to do that as well as this one, I think, was oh, was Saw. Wow, he yeah. totally grabbed her hair. We and still oh. we don't know who the killer is. We can't see. This him. is so creepy. And yeah. he is a violently psychotic, psychotic man. killer. Yeah. yeah. This you're right, Christian. This is probably the scariest I've seen yeah. in a long time. Yeah, though this is this is good. It took a while to get to the good, but it, I mean, there's good parts. But it is that slow burn. You know what? I could almost because my cu- my cousin, my nephew, who's turning sixteen, he's gotten into horror past couple years. He thinks yeah. nothing scary from the past. I think this would get him. I bet Joss would like this too. I I couldn't watch at her age. I was still petrified of horror movies. I told How her old that. She? Nine. And yeah. she, I would not, I didn't even want to show them to her, but she was so she wanted to see them. I said, okay, we started with like uh, I can't remember what we started with, like. More like a kid style. Gremlins kind of thing? Yeah, something like that. And mm. then, um, and then it, it, it was always, it was always PG. Kid style. <laughs> Off of this Black Christmas, we got to <laughs> Kid style. All of a sudden, we yeah. start talking jive. Yeah. A cool breeze. <laughs> Remember that from Airplane? Yeah. That's my favorite. <laughs> Airplane. Oh, I love to do a podcast oh, you know with that. Talk jive. <laughs> I don't know how to talk jive. What you about to be to be, bud? <laughs> Oh, that's creepy. I don't think that's the cough, though. Is it? Yeah, he's but that's so, creepy. That's a creepy way. That's to look the whole human. That's the. Uh, that's John human, Saxon. That's, yeah, that's the human centipede cover right there. Ew, really? I haven't seen that movie. I kind of had a. Didn't want to see it. E- feeling. Yeah, you don't want to see it. They're they're crap movies. You got. I mean, it's made for video. Like I mean, does it look like it's made on video? No. Yeah. It's got a bigger budget. He went he had a bigger budget for two, but two was just more repulsive and Gross. just yeah. uh, just it's, it's not no enjoyment. And have fun. Defecate, defecate. Oh, they're right. That's Peter. But she doesn't know if it's him or not, right? Because the calls were coming in from inside the house. Look at uh, good suspense here. I know. Good suspense. Good camera angles of Bob. Oh my god, that looks creepy. How would he know that she was locked in the basement? Like that's what makes it look like he's the kill. She's a killer again. Look at me! I can. I'm actually actually yeah. holding my breath. No, this is creepy. Well, there what, you good go. Good payoff. Yeah, you're right. Well, I, I knew I enjoyed this movie. I've watched. This is oh, probably yeah. this is probably the fourth time I've seen it. So that there's Third really no me. excuse. Mm-hmm. There's really no excuse for me not to remember the ending. But I think it's just because I watched the movie a long time ago. The last time I saw it was a good eight years ago, at least. Uh oh, Peter's made contact. Jess, what's wrong? Why are you holding a poker like you're ready yeah. to hit me? He's really creepy there, though. Like, I, oh, I just yeah. hit him on principle. Totally. Well, plus he's annoying, right? <laughs> well, I'd be like, why are you, like, what's going on? What's happening? Is he trying to control her? Trying to calm her down, I mean? Just killed Peter. They're explaining it to us right now. So he killed, look at that alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> those came back. We mm-hmm. got one of those up in our room now. I think mm-hmm. they but they haven't been in the attic, right? They haven't found the bodies yet. No. Well, I remember the last shot of the movie. Is up in the attic. Yeah, I always remember that. <clears throat> I always remember that shot. And that's that's what's embedded in my head. A long lingering shot on her lying in bed asleep. And everyone's gone. <laughs> like, uh, Well, because they think they've solved the crime. I would think I'd like to put her in a hospital, though. After being in a house where everybody yeah. got slaughtered. If they had a really sick girl, as they said. Yeah, that doesn't make I don't sense. think they just let her sleep. And then the, the slow pan up. towards the attic. But I thought, I all I remember is you just see the dead body there. I didn't think you saw the killer. And then you hear him talk. 
So we're showing uh, shots of where the murders happened, which is very Halloween yeah. rip off or the ripped off from this. This is a very long pan. I think they wanted to build the tension of yeah for the final payoff, I guess. Yeah. Now we're going towards the ladder leading up to the attic, which nobody has ever discovered yet. <laughs> Please don't do a very good job in the 70s. They should have thoroughly yeah. searched the house. Ah, Peter did it. Done. Case closed. Case closed. Let's go for dinner. Yeah. Some briskets. <laughs> I need to have some briskets and gravy. Oh, that's creepy. Oh, that's awful. Awful good. Yeah. So there is a, a killer that was never found. There yeah. he is. There's a bit of a silhouette there. Uh, just no motive. Just psycho. Yeah. And so how uneasy is that? She's still left in the house with him. Uh, Which today would be resolved, but back then they just, he just, Clark just ended it, right? That's all we need uh, to know. No music. I think it ends before there's like. It ends with the phone ringing. Yeah. Great. Great ending yeah. and uh, great sort of payoff. Uh, laughing detective definitely <laughs> definitely a slow burn but definitely worth it uh, if you're a fan especially if you're a younger fan you haven't checked this out owe it to yourself this holiday season check it out you won't be disappointed if as long as you're prepared and you can withstand a slower paced movie because a lot of people nowadays I'm generalizing of course need it fast M multiple cuts but also Boom, boom, boom. Will he answer the damn phone? But also, this film, we couldn't find a lot of jokes in it because it's really not a funny film. Like, no, it, quite, it, quite straight. And I guess they, they interjected bits of humor like the alcoholic dead mother. The uh, nudie posters yeah, and stuff. And, and whatever to, uh, I guess, to try to lighten the spirit a little bit. But it doesn't take away from the dark tone of the movie. There was no final music for that at all. It was yeah, just the it was phone just the ringing, phone ringing, ringing the whole which time. is... Even more eerie yeah. and creepy. Great. Here come the bells. There go the bells. So many bells. Well, guys, <laughs> that concludes our 14th episode. In 2014. Uh, in Whoa. 2014, yeah. Uh, and uh, we'll buy be a back. lottery ticket. Yeah. We'll be back <laughs> in the new year with Jason X. X. Which is basically part 10. Yes. Friday 13th, part 10. I don't care if it's not called Friday 13th, part 10. We're calling it Friday 13th, part 10. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Blessings. Mother, Peace and blessings. <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Billy. Oh, I can have it. Oh, my baby. Put it in the socket. 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 <laughs>